On this special bonus episode, it's a trip down memory lane with Elijah Harris, a.k.a. Biggie, Airhorn Elijah, former KGRG intern and former host of The Monday Project, and I'll also tell you about where you can watch another former KGRG co-host of mine live in his dream role as Brad in the Rocky Horror Show. All of that right now on Mike Cyber Radio, but first, let's hear that theme song. Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host, and joining me on the line now via via Skype is Airhorn Elijah, my uh, former co-host and the uh, former host of the Monday Project. And um, he reached out to me recently and uh, thought it would be um, that would be fun to kind of catch up and chat and uh, get all, get all, uh, reflective and have some existential feels and, <laughs> and yeah, just, uh, just kind of having some fun. So, um, uh, thanks for joining me and, uh, how you doing, dude? Uh, it's been, it's been good. It's been a really crazy year for sure. Yeah. So like in your, uh, your message to me, you had mentioned that, you know, every year kind of around your birthday, which was, uh, last Wednesday, a uh, happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Um, that, you know, you, it's, it's kind of like a time of reflection for you and, and, um, and yeah, just kind of, kind of take us from there. What, uh, um, what have you been up to and what kind of, kind of motivates you to, uh, reach out and get in touch? Yeah. So like, um, weirdly enough, kind of like when I go into like reflection mode, I guess it's <laughs> usually like, a, a kind of a comparison of, okay, where was I last year around this time? what did I do within the year and stuff like that. And yeah. a lot of the time it's kind of like been like, ugh, now time to reflect. And then it, it just looks kind of, I look at life in like a negative form. And so that's kind of like a new thing of what I've been doing about uh, getting better um, in terms of kind of like mental health and stuff like that. I've been thinking, yeah. well, what is a positive way to, you know, go into uh, doing a, <laughs> a reflection? So I was like, huh, well, maybe I should talk to Mike about it. <laughs> Well, I, I'm always here to listen. That's, uh, that's really exciting. And, you know, uh, being incredibly nostalgic and sentimental myself, I'm, I'm always down, uh, for a trip down memory lane. Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the biggest things is actually kind of crazy. Um, mm-hmm. and well, something that, that you probably remember, um, finally have my own, uh, my own vehicle. And so I no longer need to get rides to and from places anymore. Oh, well, congratulations. That's awesome. You had, uh, uh, when we were talking earlier today, you had mentioned that you were, you were actually in line to get your vehicle registered. So, uh, congratulations. Yeah, but, yeah uh, it was, uh, it was definitely a bit of a trip. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> 
<laughs> Very cool. Um, so, you know, kind of winding, uh, winding clocks back a little bit, you know, when we had, uh, you know, when you had initially reached out to me about getting together, um, you know, one of the things that you just kind of mentioned in, uh, passing, you're, you're like, oh, well, I've got, you know, I've got doctor's appointments. I can't drive. And, uh, well, because I've, I've got concussion. You know, be, everything ended with like, because concussion. And I get the feeling there's a story there. So, uh, maybe kind of catch me up a little bit. What, what'd um, you do? I wish this was like a fun, heroic journey about how I crossed the roads of life and hit my head. <laughs> no, um, so I actually have a new job. Um, I no longer work at Dick Sporting Goods and we already know how my feelings on that word and all that, but yeah. um, I now currently work with uh, Enterprise, and um, I'm actually not on, like, one of their rental slash sale lots. I'm on one of their inventory lots, and mm-hmm. my uh, my job is kind of, um, what how do I call it? Inspecting. There we go. My job is inspecting yeah. vehicles, making sure everything is fine with them, making sure there's no damage, and if there is... What is the level of damage? What do we need to repair? All that stuff. And um, part of my inspection is, you know, going into the car itself, checking the inside of the car, turning on the car, making sure everything works properly. I uh, I opened the door to get into the car, and I thought that I was uh, low enough that I would clear the, the roof of the car. I uh, get in, and as soon as I'm, like, almost in the car, hit my head on the roof part of the car, and I'm like, hmm, I think I just blacked out for a second. <laughs> oh, <laughs> black. I'm like, huh, that was fun. I hit my head around uh, 10.30. I remember that because my lunch was at 11, and my coworker was like, hey, you good? And I was like, yeah, of course I'm good. It's about 11.30, midway through my lunch. <laughs> I finally hit 12. I'm like, hey, so, um, Boss, I don't really know why, but <laughs> my head has been really, uh, really hurting, and I'm very dizzy right now, and I can't remember 80% of what I'm trying to say when I formulate sentences. I'm not oh sure if this is an issue, <laughs> and so he is like, oh, we should probably call 911. I was like, I'm going to stop you there. My insurance will not cover an ambulance. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah. Went to urgent care, and um, the doctor, he said, I- I'm trying to be as professional as possible, but the way that you hit your head is very hilarious, and I want to laugh really bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. So, wow. Like, I I understand. I get it. I, um, I'm i very much so a, a, a klutz. And so it was very, it was very funny. Uh, people have kind of picked on me for it because I am back uh back at work on limited uh limited duties. They mm-hmm. don't want me looking at screens or anything like that for too long. So they have me wearing sunglasses when I uh am at work. <laughs> okay. And so everyone's been calling me Ray Charles at work. Oh my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> it's been great. Huh. Well very yeah. cool. <laughs> that's how I got a concussion. That's... Oh man, it's it's really bad. Everyone's been saying, "Oh, we should have a board that says such and such day since last accident." 
Yes, well, they would have to call it the Elijah board now. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh man, and have like a cartoon caricature with, uh, or like like a a picture of Elijah with like stars spinning around his head. Like that. That's yeah. I immediately I mean, feel. It calls me dizzy, so that's. Oh man. Yeah. Well, you know, like in like uh like Street Fighter Two, where like you know if you get hit too many times, you start you start getting dazed, and oh, you know there's yeah. like the tweet tweet stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's it's, it's that's unfun. Terrible. It's unfun when you're the dazed one. Right, right, exactly. Uh, well, I, I'm uh, uh, glad to hear that you're recovering okay, though, and that that you're feeling better. That's good. Yeah, I'm just glad that the doctor's appointment today was a lot less um, time consuming as the last week. That is the bonus yeah. out of all this. <laughs> Gotcha. Well, um, well, like we had talked about before, you know, we kind of want to, uh, you know, kind of maybe like, uh, you know, reflect and tell some stories and kind of be, yeah. uh, be all nostalgic in here. And I just, uh, I, I just happened to have the, uh, uh, the old, uh, KGRG Monday Project, uh, episode list up. And it looks like the first episode you were on with me was episode eight of the old Monday Project, uh, uh going back to, January 23rd of 2017. Wow. So, yeah, that's, uh, that is going, uh, that is, that is, uh, that's going way back. And it's interesting. Let me, uh, so I, I want to put a pin in that for just a, a quick sec. I just, uh, just recently this last week, I, um, happened to, uh, guest lecture at Charlie Harger's podcasting class. Oh, really? Um, that's, yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. And basically, um, you know, without, without getting too bogged down in the details, uh, basically it, uh, uh, when you and I were there at Green River College, uh, taking the broadcast radio, uh, classes, yeah. uh, Charlie's digital radio class was kind of more like, you know, uh, uh, voice tracking, uh, digital radio, internet radio, and then some podcasting thrown in there for fun. And they've kind of, you know, re, um, uh, reevaluated the class and now it's just podcasting. Um, wow. you know, kind of completely separated from KGRG1 and the, um, you know, that, that whole arm of it. So yeah. it, it was interesting in that, like, you know, it was, it was a little different, but, um, I had the opportunity to chat with the students, a lot of bright kids, a lot of great questions and, and, um, a lot of cool folks with some really cool, uh, show ideas and, um, it, it was just a blast, but it, it reminded me, you know, because, you know, I mean, at this point, you know, like, like I said, you know, you and I go back to 2017. I, I, I think I've been doing podcasting longer than I've been doing, uh, than I was doing live radio on KGRG FM. And what I told them is I, I go, I, I love podcasting and I love, you know, all the editing and all of the other, uh, cool stuff that goes in it, but I miss being live and I miss being live with my friends. And that's, um, you know, I mean, th- those were some of my best times on radio, you know, uh, hanging out with, uh, with you and Desmond and all the folks that, that came before and the folks that came after. It's, you know, it's, it's, uh, one of my very, very, uh, one of my very favorite times of my life because it's just, you know, it's just, uh, it's something that's really kind of indescribable about oh, like, sure. you know, just how, how fun it is making live radio. 
And um, so you came aboard shortly after I had kind of uh, rebranded my show into what became the Monday Project. Um, like like I just mentioned, it was around episode eight, and um, and that that name, you know, Monday Project ended up kind of having some history to it because you know you and I did the show for a while, and then my time. Uh, came to an end, so I passed it on to you, and then eventually your time ended, and you passed it on to Emmy. And I, I don't remember the name of the of the folks that are they're hosting it now. But um, Elijah, I don't know if you knew this or not, but one, the show is still continuing. Um, yeah. You can you can still listen every Monday night from uh, uh, presumably from nine to midnight, unless they've changed it. But um, and for. Uh, Last year's KGRG Awards, they won Specialty Show of the Year again. Oh, so, awesome! So, so for two of the last three years, the Monday Project has won Show of the Year, and um, I, I, I shared with the podcasting class just how proud I am of that legacy. That you know, it's it's it, now the show has gone on longer than when I was there, and and it and. I, I just think it's cool that it's got um, that uh, that history to it. Um, it was something that I wasn't necessarily thinking of when I started the show, um, but it was something that I was definitely considering in my mind when when it was getting towards the end of my time when it was you, me, and Desmond. That that's when I really kind of started thinking about the future, and and um, I, I'm I'm. Looking back now, I'm really glad that things kind of uh, went the way that they did. But anyway, I, I uh, yeah, I just, I just kind of like went on a on a tangent there because yeah, I just kind of wanted to set the scene because you know every podcast is somebody's first podcast, so somebody might be coming across this episode and not really you know understanding a lot of that history. Um, but all of these episodes are are available back in the in the Mike Cybert radio feed. You just have to go back a couple years. But they're, they're all terribly. It's, um, so. Well, it's actually um funny thing about the the Monday project. Actually, two things. I um I was working the day that they had the the last um, award ceremony, so I I did not know until to, uh to just today actually that the Monday project uh, won. So I'm actually really uh, glad to hear that. Another thing about that that's kind of funny is that um originally when I left the Monday project. I was, um, and you remember this probably, mm-hmm. I was really kind of tossing, turning, and struggling with the idea of whether or not I wanted to request the Monday Project get a new name. Um, yep. I, I was something that I was like, I really was trying to hold on to, kind of like, you know, once I left, all the original people would have been gone, and so it would have been like, it, did, it just didn't feel right at first. But mm-hmm. um, being with you know, working with Emmy for for so long, I really was like, you know, it, it took me a second before I realized it was like, well, the reason why I'm holding back is because I'm partly afraid, you know, if anything goes wrong or whatnot, then that kind of tarnishes the legacy of the Monday Project and things like that. And then I realized I was like, if I was really that worried about it, I would have just said, okay, cool, the show is ending. If I'm ready to pass it on, Clearly, that means that I have enough trust and enough faith in Emmy that, you know, she'll run the show in a way that it works out. And uh, being able to listen in on 
nights when I had the chance to, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, you know, that was a really great decision. I, um, it was something that looking back at it now, I laugh at the, the idea that that was something I was tossing and turning on. Cause it was like, you know, like at the end of the day, if it keeps the same name or whatnot, it's still the same show. I mean, a lot of the elements may have changed. Yeah. But that time slot, it's always going to be known as, Oh yeah, that's the time that the Monday project is on. Exactly. So it was, it was definitely something that, you know, once I, once I got out of it and it was really awesome being able to guest host the couple times that I was, uh, asked back onto the show. I uh, ended up getting on about four or five more times after I officially was like, okay, cool. This is my last episode. And it was definitely a different aspect. Um, it was yeah. really weird because the first three times I was asked back, um, I was also asked to still run the board. So I was like, hey, here's your guest host. That's also your technical director. And then the last two times it was, um, I was in the prod room and being in the prod room is very, very weird. This <laughs> is a very weird feeling. Yeah, it, it it's definitely, uh, uh, definitely a, a different vibe. And you know, a lot of that stuff. That, I mean, I, I would like to look at it this way. A lot of the, the longevity for the show was kind of mostly based on the stuff that, that you and I built together. Oh, you know, yeah. because, because we really kind of looked at it as, you know, a, a, a partnership and, you know, and I, I had had, you know, other, uh, um, you know, similar partners, uh, uh, before as well, including, uh, um, including Hunter, who I was just mentioning earlier, gonna, uh, gonna go watch him at the, uh, Rocky Horror Show, where he's yeah. uh, he's a uh, he, it's it's actually uh, um, interesting because I remember like around the beginning of the of the Monday Project, he was he was with me at the start of it, and um, we I think this was around the same time that like the there was like the the Fox TV version of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and we were we were talking about that on the show, and he you know he he said on the air at that time this was you know going back over two years ago, almost three years now, where he's, he said that, you know, his dream role was to play Brad in Rocky Horror, you know, the, the, uh, the main lead. And yeah. sure enough, you know, give him a couple of years and, and that's, yeah. So he landed the role. He's playing Brad and he's, oh, that's uh, amazing. yeah. So it's so, so yeah. So, um, uh, Lucky and I are, are really excited to, um, watch him perform tonight. Um, so it's, uh, so yeah, so I, I'm definitely getting a, a knee deep in the, in the KGRG, uh, <laughs> reflective feels here because I'm talking to you now. We're going to go watch Hunter tonight. So it's, uh, it, it's definitely, um, a great time, uh, for reflection. But yeah, no, yeah. I just, uh, I, I, I really enjoyed, uh, the, uh, the time that we spent together doing live radio. Cause like, you know, we, we workshopped a whole lot of stuff and, you know, it was it was just kind of interesting, kind of being like weirdly experimental with different uh, show segments and things like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it was uh, funny because when I was uh, guest hosting the last time, it was um, I think it was midsummer. No, it was even before then. It was probably like late May. I think it was. I um, that's when they started doing a lot of the clearing of the folders and things like that. And I was looking for some of my old samples and things like that. I'm like, yeah. wow, I can't find anything. And then I finally found my uh, my my folder. They named it Elijah's Graveyard. 
that was very Aww. fitting. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I go into there and I saw some of the some of the segments we had. There was the red or blue. We had make my cringe and just stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's so great. <laughs> I was just explaining to um to some of the interns that were on. I was like, hey, some of the sounds that I'm gonna play tonight haven't been played in almost a year, and these are some of the like classic sounds like if you were to listen to some of the prod that was made for the show here's some of the stuff you would have heard and then you know played some of them and they're like whoa this is crazy this is weird like what is this stuff and i was like that's the monday project (laughs) pretty much yeah it was uh but yeah i mean you know we did we did a lot of cool stuff um about that um so so i mean it was interesting because Again, I'm looking at kind of like the episode listing. Um, I, I've just now come to the realization that like, so for our time together, you and I, um, only spans about 29 episodes. Really? So yeah, yeah, because like, so the, the first episode that you were on was on, uh, uh, January 23rd of 2017. Okay. Uh, um, that was what I called episode eight of the Monday project. And then, um, in July of 2017, uh, through my own arbitrary numbering system where I had taken all of, you know, my previous, uh, uh, Mike After Dark episodes and Mike and Mickey After Dark episodes and Monday Project episodes, I added them all up together. So yeah. it's so funny because, so, so on, um, end of June, June 26th of 2017, it's Monday Project episode 29, yeah. where, you know, it's you, me, and Desmond, and I had a couple interviews. Um, and then the week after that, uh, which was uh, July 3rd, uh, was um, 100 Monday nights on, live on KGRG. So basically, I figured out what episode 100 would be, and that's, yeah. you know, like when we had, you know, uh, I don't remember who all was there, but, uh, let me take a look Everyone. and see who's in, who's in the picture. So yeah, so it's, it's you, me, Desmond, um, Amanda, uh, Mickey and Spencer with fries. And I think like a couple other folks came in and out too, if I remember yeah. correctly, but, but yeah, so that was kind of like a celebration of what the, the show had been up to that point. Um, and then, you know, so, Two shows later, or actually, no, I'm sorry, one show later, uh, was the Flicker and Fade Artist Takeover, and that ended up being my last show. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, so, like, there, there was one, um, oh, gosh, I'd have to take a look-see here, because, like, there was, I, I want to say, like, I, I came back, like, um, a week later or something like that. I'm, uh, it, It's a little fuzzy, but there was, like, a... I thought I came up and hung around with like you and Malcolm or something like that, but I think I'm, I think I'm misremembering that. That was uh, when, uh, you actually, you came up to surprise me for my birthday. I oh, yes, that's right. Okay. I, I, um, I, I should have sent it to you. That was when the, the house fire happened. And in my Snapchat memories, it's Malcolm pointing towards the fire. He is like, and this is what happens when you play my mixtape. Oh and my god. So, so it's a terrible story, but now that it's been a couple <laughs> years, we, we could probably tell it, right? Nobody's oh, sure. to us. Okay. So yeah, so, so we're, so we're at the college 
you know, it's, it's, uh, it's me and Elijah and Malcolm and we're outside just kind of hanging around, uh, either before the show or after the show or, or we ended up not doing a show. That's what yeah. it was. It was before the show. And then that's when, yeah, I remember. <laughs> and then, so yeah, so there, there's, uh, there's, uh, some, uh, uh, housing development across the street from the college and suddenly there's like this raging house fire. And it was, I mean, like all the fire trucks showed up. There was like, like two or three different huge fire trucks. It was insane. <laughs> and we're just, we, I mean, there's nothing for us to do. So we're just sitting here on the sidewalk, just watching it. <laughs> and one of us, I hope it wasn't me, but I think it might have been. It's like, oh, somebody should take like a video. And yeah, so. Make a video and it's Malcolm. He's like, "This is what happens when you play my fire mixtape." Yeah, like, I'm in front of this house fire. It's terrible. I shouldn't laugh so much. Well, the, the, it was like the best part was like this is before we had any confirmation. Of course, there was confirmation that no one got hurt or whatnot. But this is before we had any confirmation or anything like that. Yeah. And so it's like we were joking around and we're like, "Hey, you know, should we be joking about this? Should we be worried?" <laughs> Right. And then <clears throat> that's when, <clears throat> excuse me, that's when Malcolm and I went over to go to, uh, go to the radio station to start the show, and the power went out at the <laughs> the, the school. So we that's were able right. to do the show. Yeah, I, I remembered not doing a show, but I couldn't remember why. Yeah, we went up there and it was like, hey, there's no power <laughs> in the in the studio. What's going on? And the school was like, yeah, we lost power or something. I don't know. They didn't really give a good reasoning, but we weren't able to do the show that night. And so it was like, uh, oh, well. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, uh, really fun times. We, uh, oh, yeah, sure. had, uh, had a blast. And um, so, yeah, I mean, so where uh, where do you want to go from there? Because, like, I mean, there was a. I mean, there there was definitely some iconic moments and some stuff that we definitely had fun with. Um, I I know. Oh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Oh no, no, no! I was just gonna say, like, in terms of show or just like in general, like, but. <laughs> Ooh, one one, th- one thing I one thing I wanted to mention was you know, and I, I I've talked about this in in various shows in the past, but I I think for everything that I had done. In KGRG, I, I think, uh, getting that, uh, recognition when we, the three of us, you know, you, me, and Desmond, uh, when the Monday Project won show of the year, um, yeah. and it, it was, you know, a couple weeks after, uh, my last show. So I had yeah. already, um, I had already moved on. Uh, you, uh, you and Des were, were fully at the helm. And, um, it, it was just a very satisfying feeling because it, I, I didn't take it so much as recognition of my work. I took it as recognition of our work. Yeah, uh, for sure. And, and that's, and it, it just made me proud to stand up there with you guys and because you know, it's it, it the, the awards, the KGRG awards are very much an internal thing. You know, it's voted yeah. on by your peers and classmates, so it's not it's not necessarily like a public thing. It's just something we kind of do for ourselves. But um, but 
basically all of our friends voted for us because they uh they thought our show was the best out of the ones that particular year and it was it was uh it was very satisfying uh for me because I thought it was just kind of like a, a a really cool capstone to the stuff that I had done and knowing that the show was going to continue um so it it was it was it was as much uh for you guys as it was for me and that's again I I found that very very satisfying well there was I had that um there were the two two thoughts on that for sure uh first for Desmond and I what was kind of the thing that we're both kind of banking on is um with the show we were trying to figure out hey how can we keep the show you know to to the standards that it was but also kind of show deviance and show you know our our flair to it and i think what was kind of crazy about that is that there really wasn't much of a change when it was des and i you know there was a little bit of change in terms of maybe kind of the content just because des and i are very big on video games so we maybe added video games a little bit but other than that it was pretty much the same because I mean, as you know, when you would be like, hey, I was thinking of doing this. Can you get on top of this? It was like, oh, I already thought of that. <laughs> or exactly. Like, when we were together, it was very much so like, you know, here's the different ideas that we had already played on. And that was really great because Des and I had that same um, that same chemistry. So we would – as this sounds really bad because, you know, when you, when you talk, think about show prep and stuff like that and how to make a successful show – show prep is something you should do um the first couple weeks when he had left des and i didn't do any show prep the the only show prep we did was hey you want to go grab dinner yeah sure let's go eat (laughs) that that was our uh that was our show prep we'd get there and we already knew what we were wanting to do we already knew what we wanted to talk about it was you know there wasn't really that gap of hey what should we talk about and I uh, think that was what was really cool about um about it, and especially with getting the the award because you know we all obviously worked really hard to to put on a good show, but at the same time it was very easy because we were all on the same page pretty much yeah. any time, um, except for one thing, one thing that we were not all on the same page about. Um, we are at the the dinner. Mm-hmm. For the the banquet, and I was wearing a very um iconic red shirt. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> I I just want to say, I I felt very very um offended when I looked back a year later and I realized that I looked like a giant red tomato, and no one said a single thing. No one said a single thing except for when we're on the show and everyone's like, oh, yeah, you look like a tomato. I was like, what? Come on. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, and I, I can't even help you with that because I was in the picture. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was one of those things, and I think it was um, either uh, your last show or Desmond's last show or possibly both. You know, I, I had gotten the picture from uh, Tom Evans Krause, our, our instructor and KJRG yes. general manager. I was like, well, hey, you know, I, I'd like a copy of that picture. Well, I mean, one for myself because yes. vanity and I'm in it, but, um, <laughs> but also, you know, to, you know, kind of share it as a celebration of these guys. And yeah, I put it up and it's like, oh man, <laughs> that's yeah, pretty it funny. Was, and, like, I actually like, 
Because when I, I put on the shirt, I was feeling messed up. I was like, hey, we're going to go out. We're going to do some cool things. Everything's going to be awesome. It's going to be a fun night. And then I um I didn't think about it. And then, like I said, a year later, I'm looking at that same picture. And I'm like, wow, so many people could have stopped me. Because I changed at the radio station. Like, I changed into that shirt at the radio station. Yeah. At least three people saw me get from my outfit before to my outfit afterwards. Oh. And no one said, hey, you know, I wouldn't wear that. <laughs> uh, and see, once again, that that's another sign where I couldn't have helped you because I ended up meeting you guys because I, I came here <laughs> after work. So, so yeah, you were you were full tomato by the, sign, by the time I saw you. So there was nothing I could do to help. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, I I like. I thought it was great because, like, I was like, "Cool, I am looking great. I am looking good. You know, things couldn't be better. It's gonna be a yeah. great night." And then again, of course, I didn't see it at the time, so I wouldn't. I didn't stop myself. And yeah, just everyone afterwards, they're like, "Congrats, my tomato friend." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "Oh, you'll see at some point." Yeah, <laughs> at some point took way too long. That's funny. <laughs> I, I guess that's what friends are for, I suppose. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it was, um, but still, that was really cool. Um, speaking of, like, awards, uh, banquets yeah. and stuff like that, um, I can't remember if you went to the one the next year. That one, um, that one was a very interesting awards, uh, season, if that makes sense. Um, Hmm, tell me more. Yeah, no, I, I I missed that one. I was working. Going into it, um, it was kind of like a how do I put it? So I, I feel bad because it's a show on Common Courts. There we go. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's a show I, I actually do listen to uh, occasionally. So going into it, on Common Courts and Monday Project were the two uh, longest running because that was just after Dead Air. Uh, was taken off the air, if I remember correctly. Came right. Out that was earlier. Well, yeah, I think that was last. Yeah, yeah. So, so both uh, Late Night Death and Dead Air, uh, the two longest running KGRG uh, specialty shows, had completed their run. Um, so, yeah, the, this this had to have been about a year after that because I want to say they were off the air before my last show, I think, okay. or maybe just like shortly after. <laughs> okay. so, yeah, so this would have been a year removed from that. So I think Uncommon Chords and, and Monday Project were the only longer running shows. Yeah. And so we were the, uh, we were the longer tenured ones. And, um, there was kind of a, a moment and I'm not sure if I ended up giving you calls. Cause I remember there was a couple of times as, you know, when I got into like that leadership position and I was trying to make it like a, Hey, this is our show. Everyone's like, no, this is your show. We're just the ones who are helping co-host. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> um, and so I remember giving you calls every now and then kind of asking for advice and stuff. And, um, I remember it was starting to get towards close to like voting season and stuff like that. And, um, our show was doing really, really well. Um, we yeah. were getting, a lot of interaction we were getting people calling in during the day talking about hey when's the next episode monday project and things like that like it was one that it was very clear that 
the show was doing well, and um, we had uh, a little bit of issues with um, how do I? I'm trying to put it as as politically correct here, and without stirring any type of like drama, because that's not me as a person. Sure, um, sure. There was just there was issues well, going into. There was some friction. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> There was some friction there because I mean I, I remember there was a a few times that you would reach out to me for um, some advice. It's like, well, yeah. I, I'm running into some friction with this, you know, I'm running into a little bit of drama with that, and you know, yeah. I, I I would kind of try to give you advice as I could, um, yeah. but I every time I kept <laughs> trying to you know make sure you stayed empowered. Also, it's like you know I can give you my perspective, yeah. but at the end of the day, how you handle things is up to you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sure. there were some yeah. tough decisions that were made. I felt bad because I had to let uh, uh let someone go um due to some controversy that they they caused the show and some sure. response uh, some remarks that that was said. And there was like, no, we cannot have that. But um, I just remember during the show we were going through an experimental phase and there was some pushback in terms of hey. When you do production for your show, this is the kind of music you need to put into it and things like that. And I was like, well, this isn't the music that we play on our show, so why would we <laughs> put that in our production? Like, that's, that was, that didn't make sense. And, um, that year is the year that Uncommon Chords ended up actually winning show of the year, which I was very cool with. Um, I still to this day, Kugaluk is, is one of the one of my favorite people to to have on the show and just to talk to whenever really? I get the chance. Um, but it was very frustrating for for us because we had a really good show, we had a really good thing, and in terms of our standing in the radio station, mm-hmm. we had gotten. Um, there, there was just some very interesting rules made because there was a time where we had three interns on our show, and each uh, quarter we had the most interns applying to our show. So interns kept going, coming in, kept coming out. The show was running really good, and mm-hmm. so it was very questionable how we ended up uh, not getting that, especially because um, it was when I was starting to realize just kind of the different um, – I don't want to say friend groups, but it was when I was realizing, uh-huh. well, hey, there's a, a lot of popularity that runs along with this. <laughs> and well, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm alumni that's that's uh, uh, almost three years removed. I can say that uh, radio kids get really clicky. In yeah. fact, not nothing. I've been working in uh, uh, commercial radio for just as long, and I can tell you that even in the quote-unquote real world with professional folks and folks that have been doing radio for over 20 years, they're super clicky. <laughs> yeah. You know? you know, it's like, you know, because, like, I, I've, been, I've been to, like, at this point, a couple of different functions, like Christmas parties and things like that. So, like, yeah. the TV people generally stay with the TV people. The engineering people usually hang out with the engineering folks. And the radio folks, you know, kind of kind of stay with, you know, everybody kind of stays in their own clique. Yeah, for sure. And it was very, um, it was very confusing because once, uh, once the torch got passed and stuff, it was very clear that the way that you know Monday Project people were treated uh, compared to you know other shows and stuff like that, whereas other shows would have 
other terms of leniencies and things like that. It'd be like, well, where's your guys's prod? And it's like, whoa, hold on. It's, it's the day that prod is due. We, it, we're the only, or, you know, everyone needs to do prod. Why, why are we the only ones being, you know, talked to about it? And so it was kind of one of those things where, you know, you had to realize, hey, you know, the, this is kind of how things are. This is kind of cool, you know. It, it was, like I said, it was really cool seeing Luke be able to get that because, um, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm not going to be one who is very, I, I'm, I typically, I was, during the voting season, if I can use words, sure. I was obviously very secret about, you know, the voting and things like that. And, um, I can't remember if the self-voting was available. But I just, for myself, I never have self-voted. I never will, even, like, when I was running for a student government and stuff like that, never voted for myself. I always voted for other people, you know. So, uh, you know, my vote did go to Uncommon Chords, so I was very happy to see them win. But when it came to, like, when it came down to, quote-unquote, best show, it was very confusing how it, it didn't go to us because when you look at track record and you look at, actual interactions and things like that especially in terms of who gave out tickets and stuff like if if you want to look at statistically speaking it would have went to us and so it was like huh that was really weird but then Mm -hmm. again like i said i mean seeing the emmy well hearing the emmy was able to get that with the show i'm very proud to hear that because I there was I know as soon as I left she <laughs> she gave me the same calls that I was giving you in terms of pushback and things like that and it was like oh, yeah awesome. it's I I think what was really cool about the Monday project is that there really was no status quo you know there our show was just so different and it was something that really made the Monday project so awesome it was like hey. This is the Monday Project. If you don't want to hear the same things that you've heard, you don't want to hear the same talk shows that you've heard, come to the Monday Project. Exactly. I mean, I mean, going all the way back to when I founded the show, it was based on that principle of, um, you know, I really don't know exactly what I'm doing week to week. It kind of changes <laughs> week to week. And with the component of the student in- Intern, you know, because like every quarter you would have different students, which meant new interns, and he brings their own flavor and experience to the show. Yeah, that doesn't fit into a box. You know, it's like, um, you know, uh, one quarter I have uh, Hunter and a couple other folks uh, with me, and then the next quarter, you know, I have you, and then the quarter after that we have Desmond. And yeah. You know, so yeah, I mean, so just by the nature of the way KGRG is, you know, and one thing that, that, um, I started and then you and I built and then maintained and passed on to, uh, the next generation is that rather than trying to get the students to conform to our style, we went the opposite direction. We let their personal style influence the overall style of the show. Exactly. Which, which occasionally did rub some, some folks the wrong way and it did ruffle some feathers. I mean, cause I mean, I, I ran into that, um, a, a fair amount where it's like, oh, you should be doing this. Oh, you should be doing that. And, you know, kind of a, a, a Zen point that I've reached, uh, and it's taken me a couple years. It's like, 
the people that like it like it. Yeah. So it 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 kind of doesn't matter why they like it, just that they do. Yeah. And because like I I know um in my time since leaving KGRG and doing independent podcasting, I've had huge bouts of insecurity and self-doubt and because um unlike when I was live with uh with you guys you know, I, I didn't have a barometer for what was fun. You know, yeah. I, one of my mantras while I was at KGRG is like, well, I could, I could do a fun show or I could do a good show. I don't know yeah. if I could do both. I choose fun. I will choose fun every time. Exactly. And, and even now I still reflect very fondly on that time, but podcasting, um, by myself, um, even when I have guests, I still kind of consider doing it by myself because, you yeah. know, it's like booking the guests and, you know, kind of, you know, still doing shows collaboratively, but it's kind of sort of my singular vision, which is violently different than, than what the Monday project was. Anyway, what, what I, I had that insecurity where it's like, you know, who is this for? Uh, do the folks that listen like it? Um, yeah. You know, and just kind of getting really bogged down in that type of, you know, level of, uh, self-doubt. And finally, I just, um, you know, just kind of landed on very similar to, uh, my previous shows, uh, live on KGRG. It's like, well, I know that people like it and I know the people that like it really like it. Yes. So. So, you know, I mean, I always want to strive to do the best, but I I don't worry as much as I used to in terms of like, you know, who is this for and time to figure that out. Now what I concentrate on is doing the best show that I can for the folks that like it because I do know folks out there like it. So. Yeah, and that was kind of what was, you know, it was very surreal about it uh, when I came back the very first time as um. <laughs> Because being as or being as uh, taken away from it as I was when I first came back, it was about mm, almost half a year from my my last episode. I definitely did a, yeah. a, a good journey before I came back, and um, I remember the first hour that I came back. It was just phone call after phone call after phone call. People that I had never even heard um heard from when I was hosting that were like, Oh my gosh, dude, you're back. I'm so glad. Uh dude, I haven't heard uh-huh. you in so long, things like that. Got a call from from Dean as well and it was like, Wow. <laughs> like there's Good old just, dirty Dean. That's awesome. <laughs> right? It was just it was very surreal because, you know, when you're when you're doing it, you like you said, you have those those moments where you're like, Well, is this what I should be doing? Is this the path I should be taking? And I had that first um the about the first month when you had left and it was just Desmond and I, um there was a good moment. I remember I was getting ready to do the show and I was like, Man, what what's going on? Like am I am I doing this good? Is am I doing this correctly? Am I really giving a giving honor to the name Monday Project, things like that. And I think I remember calling you and not necessarily necessarily about that, but just I remember calling you, talking to you about it and, you know, we kinda got along the terms of, you know, that mm-hmm. and it was kind of like 
the conversation at that point was pretty much less of, hey, you know, putting honor to the name of the Monday Project, more of what are you having fun with? What are you liking about the show and things like that? And I really had to take a step back and was like, oh, crap, this is that's right. It's radio. This is more about having fun than it is about, you know, having the pressure of running a good show and stuff. And again, yeah. going back to like my first visit, being able to hear the people and hear uh, a lot of the conversations and talking to people that have been listening even after I left and them, you know, talking and continue about how they love just how how different the money project is so it's like wow this really is making an impact this really is something that you know while for us it's just fun other people are really legitimately tuning in and this is their their evening you know <laughs> and so i was very flattered to hear from all the people that called in was like yo welcome back that's awesome see i mean even now so like for my day job um, I work with a lot of folks that aren't specifically radio folks like the, like there'll be advertisers that pay for a radio show for at yeah. airtime. So they, so it's kind of more or less, I mean, it's a really, it's a really cool style of radio. It's kind of what I, I affectionately call like live infomercials because it's yeah. basically like, you know, they're, they're doing a radio show where they're talking about their product or service or things like that. But, but one of the things I always tell my, uh, uh, my customers and my hosts, uh, to kind of get them hyped up before we crack the mics and start recording and I play the music and, you know, we, we make the magic happen. I, I tell them, I go, you know, just, uh, um, aside from every, anything else, don't forget to have fun. Because if you're not having fun when you're on the radio, you are doing it wrong. Exactly. And, and cause I mean, you know, I'll, I'll get a lot of like first time folks that are like, you know, very nervous about talking into a microphone or, you know, have a lot of like that anxiety of like, Oh my gosh, what if, what if I mess up? And yeah. it's like, Oh, just, just relax, you know, just, uh, just relax, have fun and be conversational. Just, uh, just, feel like you're having a conversation with your friends because that's exactly what you're doing. And uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, and I'm kind of proud of that currently where it's like, you know, I'll ask folks, it's like, so did you, did you have fun? Yeah. Would you do it again? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and these were folks that were super nervous. It's like, Oh, I don't know if I want to be on the air. Maybe I'll just hang out and watch. And I'm like, no, nah, man, here's some headphones. Here's a microphone, you know, yeah, no, you, you're, you're here. You know just as much about this product or service as the next person. Yeah, let's, let's get you on. Exactly. And, and, and it's, it's great. Man, live yeah. radio is fun. <laughs> it's definitely, it's, it's something that I do want to get back to. And I have been, um, extended offers to get back onto KGRG and to do that. And will I, uh, come back? Probably at some point, it's something I do want to uh, to end up doing again is possibly, uh, not necessarily hosting a show, but possibly coming in every, say, maybe once a month or something like that and just yeah. do a special episode like a or something episode. like that. Yeah. But we'll, because, we'll, we'll, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and I, uh, sorry for interrupting, but yeah, I was just going to say, you know, you, you don't have to launch a show. You could just do an air shift. You know, exactly. just, you know, just, just do some DJ stuff. And, yeah. and because we even saw this a little bit in our time where folks that had been there before our time, you know, came back. 
and kind of kicked around. Like, you know, yeah. you know, Dr. Chris brought a, a, you know, reverb back for, for a hot minute. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, so, I mean, we, we, we've seen those comebacks before. So, and I, and I think at this point, I'm, I'm not trying to steer you one way or the other, but, um, the cool part now that you've, you've been gone long enough to where if you did think about an occasional comeback, it, it would feel, it would feel more appropriate and more organic. It would be one yeah. thing like you left and then like a month later immediately came back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you, you've been away from it long enough to where, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, if that, if that's something that's speaking to you, if that's something that's talking to your heart, then I, I would, I would say look into that. But, um, but beyond that, you know, as, as, uh, um, as we're getting closer to wrapping up, um, you know, you, you had mentioned that, you know, we want to kind of do this, this memory lane reflection type of thing. Um, and, you know, just kind of, you know, uh, you'll kind of give us an opportunity to just kind of get right and feel good about, about where we're at, uh, creatively. Um, you, do you want to talk about some of the other stuff that, uh, um, that you've got going on? Like, um, um, like what's going on with your music? So in terms of music, um, it was, it was funny cause I, uh, was trying to really figure out what I wanted to do with it. I really hit a rough patch because I was putting out music, putting out music, not really getting anything from it, wasn't garnering attention or anything like that. And so I was like, all right, well, you know, definitely going to just, just hang it up, call it, call it while it is yeah. and just have it be. But, uh, last year I went to a music festival. It was called Bass Canyon, really huge EDM festival. Um, got to see artists that I've grown up wanting to see since I was <laughs> a little squirt at 10 years old. And, um, got to go to that and uh my girlfriend she is a very lovely person um i think you were luckily enough to meet her once possibly yes um, yep. she's a very shy person as you could remember <laughs> she i do um, I remember that very sweet though <laughs> very sweet uh we're, we're in the camping lot um over at the gorge which uh i'm not sure how many times you've been over there but it is absolutely gorgeous uh oh yeah venue <laughs> the yeah, gorgeous, yeah. The gor- gorgeous gorgeous probably like one of the best places you could see a show ever just because it is just so breathtakingly stunning uh exactly. it's beautiful countryside over there it's great it's oh yeah but uh so we're we're at base canyon and <laughs> they're in the parking lot you know we're not parking lot but the campgrounds people are setting up their huge dj systems and stuff like that and our our neighbor quote-unquote um i said that backwards i went to say quote-unquote neighbor anyways point is um our, our neighbor had his own little setup it wasn't necessarily a dj setup but he had a really good speaker setup and so we were talking, we we're talking, and he was talking about how he really likes listening to like underground artists and stuff like that. And so I'm like, yeah, underground artists are pretty cool. It's really awesome to see when people like you know support underground artists. Their artists, and that's when my girlfriend, being the amazing person that she is, she's like, yeah, um, Elijah makes music, and I'm like, mm, we'll see about that. I was like, no, I, I really don't. I was like, it, it's. It's nothing, and she was like, no, no, Elijah makes amazing music, and so, of course, the neighbor was like, well, do you have some of your music, and I was like, 
yes, yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> and I gave the girl a look. <laughs> and so I um, played some of my music on his system, and a couple people passing by were like, oh, my gosh, what what is this? Like, this is amazing. <laughs> and then um, so then I had some of the people that were, you know, I listened to that just standing around and there was a good crowd of people that was listening to my music and that was like really insane so I was like wow this is a, you know that's that's the pinnacle this is for kind of where my music really is now and then um when nighttime came there was people who were actually doing their own DJ parties and stuff and in the campgrounds I mean there was at least easily about 2,000 people that went to that, that event just in general. So you got a good, like, 200 people or so going to some of these DJ parties. And um, there was one that was a very, very big DJ party. That one legitimately had so much people there that uh, they needed the security there to okay. uh, organize just as much people that was there. Like it was huge. There was at least easily about three to four hundred people that was at that DJ set, and I remember because uh, it was insane being able like hearing my music at some of the small DJ parties and stuff, and people being like, "Yeah, you know, who's a kid and stuff like that." And then walking by that huge, um, that huge DJ party, I remember one of my uh, unreleased tracks that I was working on that I had sent to the dude next to me. Um, I remember walking and hearing that song get dropped in uh during that that set that the the dude was playing and having everyone just losing their mind and be like whoa what is this yo who did that and stuff like that and walking by you know you just i'm just there like wow that's my music and those are pe- real people <laughs> and so um i i'd still been a bit inspired to make music after that so i've been um i've been on hiatus since base canyon um yeah. i have been working on music here and there it's been um it's been a little tough just because i i have changed my moving situation i am currently uh with with a roommate but we yeah. um I, i've moved this last year and work has been uh very unsteady and so mm-hmm. that's made it very hard to focus on music and things like that so i've been on hiatus um I've been learning, studying different music styles, trying to figure out how to, you know, make cool new techniques and things like that. I am on the verge of dropping uh, my first track this year, actually. Nice. I, um I had a remix competition that I was placed in, and it did not pan out. Um, from everyone who heard my that the remix, they were like, oh my gosh, this is definitely going to win it wasn't even added to the honorable mentions Mm. it was very uh very rough for me it was during a rough patch of this year and so i started up a new version of that same remix and everyone who's heard it people that um didn't hear my original remix people that have never listened to my music before but um my music um actually for a second was trending it was on the discover page and so uh, oh wow well congrats yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah it was uh it was crazy because it was i sent a clip of that um that remix that i was working on the new version and i had uh a good like 50 followers that day <laughs> oh wow <laughs> it, was, cool. it was really crazy so that's going to be out very soon um been working on some things to get that out and then in terms of just music i 
per, uh, recently purchased a new set of DJ decks, so I am hoping to start doing shoes. Uh, start doing shoes. Start hope, hoping to start doing shows again here very soon. Nice. <laughs> so, very cool. Well, that's yeah. uh it, it it's very exciting, and I and I'm uh, glad we got the opportunity to catch up. It sounds like uh, um, sounds like you're in a really good spot, or or at least getting there, or at least on the road to getting there. <laughs> yeah, it's um I actually here's probably the best place to talk about it. Um, I've been talking to a couple of designers, and I am very uh, close to start working on releasing my first uh, merch line. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah. So that will include hats, um, hopefully shoes. Um, with the buy tour project that uh, that Michael was doing, I was really uh, I saw that he he had shoes, and I was like, dude, that's the coolest thing ever. He was like, yeah, it's the coolest thing ever. I'm like, if I ever start doing my own merch line, I hope you understand that I'm doing shoes. He was like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> so. Oh, dude, he he's one of your biggest fans. Uh, yeah. uh you know, Michael Geisler, you know, uh, uh, formerly of These Young Fools and Flicker and Fade, currently doing his own uh 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 solo project by tour. Um yeah, no, he's he's always been a good friend. So, yeah, yeah for no, sure. He's, he's, and his branded game is strong. Exactly. So. I'm going to um I'm going to have to shoot him a text here just to ask about how he opened his own, you know, merch line and things like that. Yeah. But that's um. There's a lot of really cool things in the works. Um, 2020 is going to be a huge year, <laughs> a huge year. So definitely look for or looking forward to that. Excellent. Well, we will definitely have to have you on again and do another one of these catch up sessions. You know, because I'd love to hear about the shoes and the merch line and the new music and you know all the great successes that uh, that you've got coming up uh, your way. I'm uh, really happy for you. Yeah. Thank you for sure. So before we part ways for now, um, are there any uh, where where can folks find you on the internet, and how can we connect with you on the social medias if you got uh, links so to drop? For uh, the interwebs, I um, I'm on Instagram. I have two different accounts. Um, one that's for my gaming, one's for my music. To get okay. to my music, that'd be at Dalibur Official, um, and that one's my music. That one you can listen to all my weird song previews and see all the cool different things i do some giveaways on there uh every now and then it's been a minute but yeah and then um for the gaming one which is also my uh, personal profile that would be at daliber games um okay. daliber d-a-l-i-b-o-r by the way <laughs> and that one um that's another way to kind of really get uh, a hold of me and to really you know find me and then um I do have a SoundCloud, but I'm undergoing a little bit of reband, uh, rebanding, rebranding right now. Sure, so sure. That um, I will. I'm pretty sure that one's um that'd be SoundCloud.com/backslash Daliber. Um, I almost said hyphen, but uh um, yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I'll have a link in the show notes. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that that one's gonna be the main SoundCloud, but I'm also gonna be doing one that um that has previews and exclusives. So a lot of the songs that I'm working on that won't actually um, be released, you'll be able to find mm-hmm. those there. And it's something that I've um, one of my favorite artists, Sudden Death. He 
he does that. He has his own little side SoundCloud, and it's something that I uh, really enjoy. So figured it'd be something that other people would be, uh, be into. Very cool. Well, I, like like I said before, I mean, you know, really exciting stuff. I'm really happy for you. Um, well, intern no more, co-host no more, <laughs> but always Airhorn Elijah. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, kind of scroll down memory lane and, and let folks know uh, how you've been and what you've been up to. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'll be here anytime you uh, you wanna you wanna hop on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we definitely gotta do more stuff in the future. We'll uh we'll find like a a movie or a TV to talk about or something. We'll figure it out. Sounds good. Cool. All right, dude. Well, I gotta fly. We've uh we got a show to go see and. All right. Sounds good. See you, man. All right. Later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, and if you want to watch the Rocky Horror Show featuring Hunter killing it in his dream role as Brad, there are several more shows between now and Halloween from the Auburn Community Players, including two shows Saturday, October 19th at 7 p.m. and a late show at 11 p.m. And then next weekend, October 25th and 26th, Friday and Saturday night respectively, 7 p.m. for both of those performances. And then finally, a special Thursday night Halloween night show, October 31st at 7 p.m. at the Auburn Avenue Theater in downtown Auburn, Washington. Tickets are available now. Follow the link in the show notes and look on the Facebook event page. I'd give the url here but it's through the uh theater and performing arts section of the city of auburn website uh that is auburnwa.gov uh but it's really complicated so just look either on facebook or in the show notes but if you can get your tickets online uh buy them ahead of time you'll save like five bucks uh they're uh, they're a little more expensive at the door even with uh the uh, convenience charge from the website you're still sa- saving a few bucks and that will do it for this bonus episode episode thank you so much for listening next week it's episode 239 and my interview with rapper ambush vin and we're talking about his brand new ep slasher music out just in time for halloween and that will be the last show before jet city comic show on october 26th and 27th so there might be some more voicemails or uh, uh notes from other friends of the show so be on the lookout for that and if you want to listen to our past shows subscribe Subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show. It really helps. Mike Seibert Radio is produced by Dave Sanders. For my guest, Airhorn Elijah, Elijah Harris, Big E. My name is Mike. This has been Mike Seibert Radio. And until next time, make good choices. You've been listening to the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching at Mike Seibert Radio. Email us at MikeCybertRadio at gmail.com. The spelling on that, of course, is S-E-I-B-E-R-T. Call into the voicemail hotline at 231-224-MIKE. Once again, that's 231-224-6453. Special thanks to Michael Geisler for our theme music. For more like it, check out ByDoorMusic.com. This has been a Mike Seibert radio production. No, why is my soda spilling? I don't know. My bed and my pillow. I should. No, that sucks. (laughs) Okay. Do you need to take care of that? Nah, you're good.